Alright, what's going on everybody? It's the first edition of Baseball Garbage Off-Season Podcast, where we give a little weekly recap of the happenings throughout Major League Baseball. Um, Might continue this into the regular season, who knows? But without further ado, let's get started. So, earlier this week, the Twins signed Nelson Cruz to a one-year $14.3 million contract with a team option for 2020, $12 million team option. Uh, Cruz has been most known for a power hitter. He's hit 203 home runs over the past five seasons with the Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles. And the Twins really do need that power upgrade as they were 22nd in home runs in 2018, only hitting 166 home runs. And, you know, they trade away Brian Dozier, who was one of their main power guys. Um, Last year, they were really in rebuilding mode, uh, they weren't competing in the AL Central as the Indians pretty much had that locked up. So uh, they, you know, traded some of their more more talented guys for some some better talent they can that they can use down the years. Um, so Cruz should be a good signing for them. He's 38 or 39 years old. Uh, don't know for sure, but he should provide a big power upgrade for the Twins. Um, I know the Rays and the Astros were also interested in Cruz, but obviously ended up signing with the Twins. Seattle Mariners signed starting pitcher Yusei Kikuchi to a four-year deal, $56 million guaranteed. Um, It's actually a three-year, $43 million contract is what is guaranteed. Um, Kikuchi has a player option. For twenty for the twenty twenty two season, at thirteen million. However, the Mariners uh, have a club option that they can exercise after the third guaranteed season um, for a four year sixty six million dollar contract extension. So, if the Mariners do end up exercising that club option, it'll be a seven year, one hundred nine million dollar contract. Um, Kikuchi is a left handed. Starting pitcher out of Japan, one of the more highly coveted starters on the market this year, along with Dallas Keuchel, Patrick Corbin, of course, who went to the Nationals. Uh, Kikuchi had a 2.77 ERA uh, in nine seasons in Japan, so he should bring some ace-level pitching to the Mariners, who are pretty much trying to trade everyone on the team except for uh, Mitch Hanninger, um, Marco Gonzalez, I'm pretty sure, and one other player. But Kikuchi, I see him staying around for the three years. Um, in my eyes, I don't see the Mariners picking up that four-year club option. So um, I'm sure Kikuchi will do that player option for $13 million. Philadelphia Phillies signed reliever David Robertson to a two-year $23 million contract. Uh, that contract also has a team option worth $12 million in 2021. David Robertson has been, you know, one of the most consistent relievers in the game. Um, in my my opinion, he's really been underrated. Um, hasn't been up there with the top names, top reliever names. You know, in the past few years, he's had a, he had, last season he had a 3.29 ERA 
and had a uh, FIP under three, which is pretty good. His uh, he had a 3.47 ERA in 2016 with the White Sox as his highest since 2010. So he's been a really good reliever um, for the Yankees and the White Sox. Obviously, going back to the Yankees um, for the past seven or eight seasons. Speaking of the Yankees, they signed Troy Tulowitzki to a one-year contract, uh, worth league minimum. Tulowitzki was released by the Blue Jays earlier this offseason. Um, he's he's missed 127 games over the last two seasons with injuries, um, and he's he's just not the same player as he was in Chicago. Um, this contract basically is just to fill the hole. That Didi Gregorius is leaving as he's injured for about, I think it's until the All-Star break. Not too sure on that, though. But he'll be out for a decent chunk of the season, I know that. So, Tulewitzki, you know, obviously, as I said, not the same player as he was before. But, you know, he's definitely a major league player. Um, I thought the Yankees should have signed Brian Dozier to a one-year deal, put him at second base, and play Glaber Torres at shortstop as that's pretty much what he came up as in the minors uh, with the Cubs. He was a shortstop in the minors and then being traded to the Yankees for Aldis Chapman. <clears throat> um, I know the year he got hurt, 2017, he had Tommy John. He was playing a little bit of second base in AAA. So he's definitely, Glaber Torres definitely can play shortstop, but Looks like they'll be keeping him at second base and having Tulowitzki at shortstop until Didi Gregorius comes back. Staying in New York, the New York Mets acquired Keon outfielder Keon Broxton from the Brewers for a handed pitchers Bobby Wall, Adam Hill, and infielder Felix Valero. Keon Broxton hit 197 in 51 games in 2018 with the Brewers, uh, four home runs, you know. His fielding is pretty good. I'd say he's one of the better defensive center fielders in the game, but his hitting is definitely below average, um, which is why he only played 51 games. Obviously got sent down, called up to the minors and whatnot. Um, Brewers also had a stacked outfield with the names like Christian MVP Christian Yelich, Ryan Braun, Lorenzo Cain, Domingo Santana, and they had Brett Phillips coming into the year. Um, he was traded to the Royals for Mike Moustakis, but Broxton was definitely a fifth or sixth outfielder out of those names. But he's really um, kind of like a B.J. Upton type player, um, especially early on in Upton's years. Um, B.J. Upton hit around or Melvin Upton Jr., as he goes by now. He was like a 230, 240 average guy, but he hit 20 home runs, 20, 25. Stole a good amount of bases. Um, and, you know, he was okay defensively. You know, not great, but wasn't terrible. So, Keon Broxson's kind of like B.J. Upton in my eyes. Um, for the Brewers, the main piece they're getting back is Bobby Wall who was a rookie last year. He had a 4.7 ERA with the Oakland Athletics till he was traded to the New York Mets for Jerry's Familia. And with the Mets, he had a 
2.13 ERA, which is anything but good. So maybe the Brewers can turn him around, put him in the bullpen. Maybe he'll become a right-handed Josh Hader. Um, I really don't think so, but, you know, good trade for the Mets, getting the center fielder. Um, they said they aren't going to be making any more outfield moves, so I guess they'll be having Conforto and left, Broxton and center, and right field, maybe Brandon Nimmo or someone else. And Juan Lagares could be backup center fielder. He's due to make $9 million this year. He's pretty much Keon Broxton, but worse. Good defensively, terrible at the plate. So, good move by the Mets. Brewers just getting some value for basically a six outfielder. So, the Chicago White Sox signed reliever Kelvin Herrera to a two-year $18 million contract. Uh, has a club option for $9 million for 2021. Herrera was an all-star a few years back, I believe 2014. Don't quote me on that one, though. Um, 2017, he had a ERA of 4.25, not great, which wasn't great, you know, um, kind of diminished his value, but coming into 2018, Royals weren't looking too, too good. Herrera had a 1.05 ERA, which obviously got his value back up, and the Washington Nationals traded for him, they gave up three minor leaders, and with the Nationals, he had a 4.34 ERA, with a 5.68 FIP, so... Definitely struggled with Washington. Um, Two-year deal with the White Sox, you know. They're looking to compete in a few years. Um, They're obviously trying to make a run at Manny Machado. They've given a formal contract offer recently, um, probably 10 years, upwards of $300 million. Um, I don't think he'll be going there. But, you know, it's good that the White Sox are actually trying to Spend money, you know. They're even though they're looking to the future, they Manny Machado is a player that they can get that'll help them now. And you know, Eloy Jimenez probably going to be called up in 2019. Prospects like him, Michael Kopech, who's out for the 2019 season actually with Tommy John, and you know, Yohan Moncada, former number one prospect, but he strikes out way too much, so. White Sox will be looking good in a few years. If they have Machado, it'll be even better. But will they have Herrera? Probably not. So it's a good signing for them now. So San Francisco Giants and the Milwaukee Brewers are discussing a Madison Bumgarner trade. Giants have been rumored to be rebuilding. You know, they hired Farhan Zaidi from the Dodgers as their new general manager. Um, they traded Andrew McCutcheon during the season after getting him in the offseason. And, you know, Madison Bumgarner is going to be a free agent after 2019. Are the Giants going to be competing in 2019? Probably not. So, what's the point of keeping him wasting a year and then letting him go in free agency for, you know, a qualifying offer? Um, the Brewers do have a decent farm system. But the Giants really do need outfield help. Uh, So they'd probably be asking for outfielder prospects in exchange for Bumgarner. And the Brewers have three of their six top prospects are outfielders with 
their number two prospect in Corey Ray, who I really like and think will be a great player one day. Uh, number five prospect Tristan Lutz and number six prospect Joe Gray, who I believe was drafted in the 2018 draft. Um, Bumgarner obviously been an excellent pitcher, amazing in the postseason, but the Giants have not made the postseason since 2016, I think, 15 or 16, um, after winning it, you know, three out of five years, 2010, 2012, 2014, so actually they did make it in 2016, they faced the Mets in the wildcard game, I remember that, so... You know, if a trade does happen, it's good for the Brewers. They do need an ace as their best starter last year was Jolie Chassin. You know, Brandon Woodruff pitched well in the playoffs, but over 30 starts in a season, you know how much you're going to rely on him to be an ace. Not that much. So Bumgarner would solidify the Mets, not the Mets, the Brewers as a, a like a powerhouse not not really a powerhouse, but a top team in the in the National League. So some other mi- minor moves made this week. The Mets signed right-handed pitcher Archimedes, uh, Caminero, and outfielder Reimer Liriano. I'm sorry if I butchered either of those names. Um, to minor league contracts with invites to spring training. Uh, Caminero pitched for the Pirates and Mariners, I believe, in previous years. And Rami Liriano, I have no idea who he played for. I'm going to say Twins, but I have no idea. The Rays acquired Oliver Drake from the Toronto Blue Jays for cash. Not the manager, Kevin Cash, but, you know, money. Um, Oliver Drake has bounced around the... <laughs> teams this offseason the Rays actually had him then they designated him for assignment the Blue Jays picked him up and now they're training him back to the Rays so you know just some depth for the Rays in the bullpen the, the Brewers sign infielder Corey Spanchenberg to a one-year deal um, Spanchenberg previously played for the Padres mainly as a second baseman I believe not too sure on that though um, he's about yeah, he's an average player. You know, might start at second base now that the Brewers uh, let go of Jonathan Scope. Um, you know, one-year deal, low-risk, high-reward type thing. So, Cleveland Indians acquired Kevin Plawecki, a catcher from the Mets, in exchange for right-handed pitcher Walker Lockett and infielder Sam Haggerty. Uh, Plowecki was a backup to Travis Darno in New York. Um, with the Mets obviously signing Wilson Ramos, Plowecki was basically going to be sent to the minors as as Darno was going to be the backup, or it will be the backup catcher to Ramos. So Mets just getting something for Plowecki instead of just designating him for assignment and letting him go to free agent, free agency. So. Good move on the Indians as they traded their starting catcher, Jan Gomes, to the Nationals. So, Plowecki will be the backup for Roberto Perez. And last but not least, the New York Yankees signed outfielder Billy Burns 
to a minor league contract with an invite to spring training. Burns came up in the majors, I believe 2015, with the Royals. He was pretty good, high average, you know, very fast guy. Defensively, I'm not sure. Uh, I'd imagine he's above average with his speed. Um, Traded to the Athletics. 2017, I believe, might be 2016, or it might be completely off, and it'd be 2018, but he was traded to the Athletics and kind of fell off from there. Um, Don't remember hearing his name much in the majors, but obviously with the Yankees now, don't think he'll be making the major league roster as they have uh, Gardner, Jacoby Ellsbury, Aaron Hicks, Giancarlo Stanton, and Aaron Judge, as we all know. Five solid outfielders right five solid outfielders right there. Um Burns does not really have a spot. But that'll wrap it up for this week in baseball by baseball garbage. Um you know a lot of good free agents still out there, Bryce Harvey and Manny Machado. You know, Zach Britton obviously got signed by the Yankees. Uh, this week, I forgot to mention that, actually, um, let me look up his contract right now, um, it's a three-year, $39 million contract with the Yankees, um, team option for 2022 season for $14 million, and he can opt out, Britain can opt out after the 2020 season, um, if Britain does get traded, he'll receive a million dollars. Um, Britain, obviously a solid reliever for the Orioles over the years, um, getting traded to the Yankees this, this trade deadline for Dylan Tate, I believe, and other minor league prospects, um, came up as a starter with the Orioles, um, was not great with them, got sent back down, turned into a reliever, and was one of the top relievers in the majors. You know, a case could have been made for him to win the Cy Young in 2016, but he didn't, and he was left in the bullpen, and the Orioles lost the wildcard game due to that, so in my eyes. So good pickup by the Yankees, obviously not getting back David Robertson, keeping Britain. Still have Batanzas and Earl Chapman. Their bullpen is looking solid. Um, and yeah, I think that's going to do it for the first episode. Um, might have missed some signings. If I do, I apologize. But, you know, I can fit in so many, so many signings into these podcasts. So, if you enjoyed it, stay tuned for more this off season. Maybe in the regular season, as I said, don't know for sure. This will probably be up weekly, just covering, you know, what's happened in the offseason, rumors, and all that. But I'll stop rambling, right? I'll stop rambling now. Thank you for listening, and hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs>